We have risen from the ashes to school the masses. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Scholars of Wrestling Show, episode 406. I'm your man behind the microphone, Scholar Jeff. Joining us this week, the one and only Scholar Jeremy himself. Scholar Jeremy, how's your evening going, sir? Going good, Scholar Jeff. The coach is back once again. Where the hell is everyone else? Like, what, what the hell's going on tonight? It's just, we got two Everyone's on assignment. The- Oh, for God's sakes, even the champ? Come on, man. Like, I'm like, let's do full predictions. And then we got two big events, not too big. We got two big uh, pay-per-views coming up this weekend, double headers. So it's, it's going to be interesting. In all, in all fairness, it did just sort of hit me just yesterday that like, oh, crap. We actually have a really good day of wrestling coming up on a long one, too. Two big shows back to back. First, we've got Ring of Honor uh, final... I keep wanting to say final battle. Designer, but yeah, final battle That's 2022. <laughs> and then we, right after that, in the evening, we've got NXT deadline, the first of its kind with a lot of first of its kind matches. So like, okay, I, we better have all hands on deck. And my fellow scholars, if you're listening to us, get your predictions in now. If you want those sweet, sweet prediction points for the end of the year, because this, I believe very well might be the last prediction show of the year. You're correct. But what's interesting is um, AEW slash Ring of Honor, the reason they run in their preview early is because I think it's the Army-Navy game playing Saturday. Uh, so they're trying not to fight against the ratings on that. So that's why they put they went earlier, but NXT's got the money to throw around. So they went again. That they're makes go a lot more sense. Football game. That makes a lot more sense. Go Army beat Navy. Who said that? <laughs> I sure didn't. It's anyway. funny because I think I think it was Excalibur. Someone on AEW said that's why they're putting the pay per view on early. So I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." Because I couldn't figure it yeah, out. Yeah, it actually movie. does. In all seriousness, but business wise, hey. and that either way, whether you're a football fan or not, for people like us, this just means a whole big day of great wrestling. So without yeah. further ado, let's dive right into it. We're kicking off chronologically, starting with Ring of Honor Final Battle 2022. And for the first match on our prediction card today, we've got FTR and the Briscoes for the Ring of Our Tag Team Championships in a double dog collar match. I I gotta admit, I never saw this one coming. I didn't know how this is going to be physically possible without everyone getting like tangled up or whatever. Uh, I trust that FTR and the Briscoes are professionals enough to pull this off successfully, but as far as who's going to win, uh, this is just one of many hard-to-predict matches for me personally. Exactly. But for this, I'm going to reference a lot of the rumors that are going around, a lot of things that were hinted at, that specifically when Tony Khan seems to be hinting at there's going to be a big announcement regarding the future of ROH immediately after Final Battle which I'm assuming is going to be separate programming or a streaming service or something like that. Or a TV deal, hopefully. Or a TV deal, indeed. Which, no matter how you slice it, tells me that there's probably going to be a chance that they're going to set up something fresh and new. And because of that, and because I imagine that they're going to want to put FTR all over their main programming, I'm going to have to go with the Briscoes to get yet another tag title reign with this one. Although, I can definitely see us going either way. Jay, who are you going with for this one? 
It's interesting. At the end of Dynamite Wednesday, they dropped the double dog double dog collar match for the tag team titles. And FTR is two and oh against the Briscoes. The question is, like I agree with you, the Briscoes could win and finally get their first win against FTR, but I I'm still clamoring and I'm gonna go my gut on this one. I think FTR is gonna go three and zero against them because I can't say my prediction for 2023 because we have that coming up on the Scollies in the next couple of weeks. But I'm hoping for the seven-star guys to become the eight-star guys and become to walk out with all four belts mm. coming uh, next year. But very we have to see interesting. Also, but with Wrestle Kingdom coming up in three weeks, no, yeah, three weeks. F- Wrestle Kingdom's coming up, and they have a tag title match coming up for the IWGP tag belts. We have to see what's going to happen there next. So. Who knows? Could F- FT- I'm going to go with FTR, but you never know. They could win. They retain. Maybe they get all four belts. If not, if they, I'm going to say is now, if they lose on Sunday, we might be seeing the fall because it could be they lose one set of belts, they lose two, t- two sets of belts, and you never know what's going to happen. But I'm hoping that the the top guys win because like I've w- went back and watched both FTR versus Briscoe's one and two. And those were candidates for match of the years. Those matches were mm-hmm. so stinking good. And to do like a dog collar match, like the first, I'm not sure if the first in history, but the first that I've seen with the tag belts on the line. Oh, it's going to be a chef's kiss of a match. Just how well those guys work together. So let's go with FTR. Yeesh. And that's only the first match. Yes. Jeez, yes. It's going to be an interesting one. It is. To say the least. And speaking of interesting, that brings us to our next match for the six-man World Tag Team Championships, or whatever the official title is. We've got Dalton Castle and the boys versus the Embassy. Jaybird, it's your pick up next. Who do you got between the Embassy and Dalton Castle and his two boys? This is tough. Um, For me, um, oh, man, I really... Oof. I like Brian Cage. I like the Gates of Agony. But I think Dalton Castle and the boys need to need to hold on those belts just a little longer. So I'm going to go with Dalton Castle and the boys. Like they won them at um oh, I forget what the last Ring of Honor pay per view was, but they won them there. And I think that they need to hold on them just a little longer. But I could see it going either way. But let's go with Dalton Castle and the boys. Yeah, this is another tough one for me as well. I. It really comes down. To, I like Dalton Castle. I think he's he's one of those guys like Eddie Kingston in my mind, who was just waiting for a bigger stage to really just grab it and flourish. Meanwhile, I feel like Brian Cage, while not quite on the same level, still deserves more. So I really don't want to vote against him, but at the same time, it it just doesn't seem like quite enough. So. Yeah, I'm also going to go with Dalton Castle and the boys on this one to retain. There's potential for a lot of title changes here. I just don't, I'm not 100% sold that this is going to be one of them just yet. But I agree. They've, they've been putting um, the embassy as a dominant force in Ring of Honor from whatever matches they've done. I think it's time to knock them down a peg. Just put the big guys in their place. So, and they got a tall and... Um, Dalton Castle and the boys got a tall order against three big behemoths, so it's going to be a good match. And speaking of putting the big boys in their place, we've got another big boy match. We've got Swerve in Our Glory, who is for some reason still sticking around as a tag team, versus Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey. Shane Taylor pr- promotions. I almost said production. Promotions. That's what it is. 
either way, I can't say I'm too familiar with Shane Taylor or his productions or his promotions. <laughs> but I'm even at this point, I don't know what Swerve and Our Glory are uh, still officially doing as a tag team. Not I'm sure they I. just. I'm sure they just need to tag another good tag team to go against another good tag team. Again, if the rumors are to be believed that they're going to bring up ROH to the next level, then I'm assuming you want to make your your native guys look good. And since you really don't want to piss off the parent company or devalue their stars, it makes sense on at least makes sense on the level that they probably don't want to make their tag teams that are sticking around look bad. So I'm going to go with Shane Taylor productions, promotions. Team Shane Taylor is going to win, and then this is just going to hasten the demise of Swerve from our glory, and then kick off another feud between Swerve and uh, Keith Lee. I I could... Oh, this, this was another one that when it came up, I'm like, ooh, because that's a good match. Because Shane Taylor promotions is a really good team, but I agree that um, Swerve and Agoy, after what happened at, um, what was it, All Out was the last pit? Yeah, All Out was the last pay-per-view. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Full Gear. I'm full sorry, Gear, full yes. Gear. So at Full Gear, it was just, they broke up. That's the end of them. And just, I'm going to have to go with uh, Shane Taylor Promotions with this one. It was a tough call. I was thinking about it all day. I'm like, I can agree with what you're saying because there's no reason to keep Swerve and Agoy together. Like, Literally split them apart and let them go their separate ways and get that feud going and build a nice build a nice feud for 2023 because that'll be a hell of a team, hell of a hell of a feud to go through. So mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> In the meantime, hopefully this this one is a little bit more easy to predict. We've got Samoa Joe going up against Juice Robinson. I can't believe I said that because I'm still seeing Juice Robinson as a new Japan guy. But lo and behold, here we go. Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson for the ROH TV title. Jay, who do you got? Uh, Juice Robinson signed with AEW. He's Tony Storm's wife, um, husband, sorry, Tony Storm's husband. <laughs> and I'm um, sorry, it's been a very long week. But um, I hear you. I hear you. There's a joke just, in there somewhere, but I'm not going to be the one to make it. Continue. It's all good. But just, um, I, I, I've never liked Samoa Joe. I've never liked him since he came in. But... No, I never liked him since he came into TNA. I that's how long I don't like Joe. I'm sorry. I've okay, that that legitimately surprised me just now. Really? You kidding me? Back in TNA when he showed up against Kurt Angle, I was rooting for Angle that whole pay per view. I bought that pay per view to watch Kurt Angle beat Samoa Joe. Wow. But that being said, I am going to go with Samoa Joe because Juice Robinson is not going to win that belt. I'm not that stupid. Okay, I'm not that petty and <laughs> to do something as brainless as that. Joe's going to win. Because Wardlow is going to kick his ass down the road, so that's what I'm waiting for. Wow, we're get, we're talking revelation over after revelation tonight. Damn, 2006, baby. Joe came in, and I'm like, I am not impressed, sir. And please, angle, and, and please, angle, take him out. But oh. never I'm like the exact him. opposite. I've been a fan of Joe since since he first came to TNA, nah. and he's been killing it ever since. In my eyes, I love the guy. But, uh, yeah, the resolution is still the same. I don't see Juice Robinson winning this one. No. He's a good addition to the roster. He's done really good stuff in New Japan. I just don't see it him going from New Japan to B 
beating Samoa Joe. No, not this time, buddy. I'm sorry. Nah. But moving on to our next match, we do speaking of people who do belong. This one's going to be interesting. We've got Mercedes Martinez, the current Ring of Honor Women's Champion, defending her title against Athena. Here's another one where there's looks like there's going to be a lot of Ring of Honor and AEW crossover. I've I can't put my finger on it, but something about me about this is telling me that there's a chance that Athena could walk away with the championship tonight in whatever new era of Ring of Honor that they're making. I don't know. I can something about it says they're going to send Athena to Ring of Honor and make her the new champion. Because it doesn't seem like they're doing enough with Mercedes Martinez. Whether or not whether or not they're it's just because they're on more on AEW television and they don't have a separate programming for Ring of Honor. I can't quite tell yet, but again, I don't have any uh, anything else other to go on than just a gut feeling on this one. But I'm going to follow it anyway. I'm going to go with Athena to win the championship. Jay, who are you going with? This one's tough because I because the reason Mercedes Martinez has not been on TV is because she's been injured. She's been on the injury list for a good couple of months, and this is her big return match. So oh since since they unified the title, so now comes the question of, oh, it's just because I did I just make saying, a very big mistake now? No, 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 no. I'm I'm stuck at this one because it's her. It's. Mercedes Martinez's return match. The problem is Athena, and I hate to say this, it seems like they're not wasting her in AEW, but like I thought she was going to win at um, All Out against Jade Cargill, and that went out the window. So uh, I'm going to go with you on this one. I think let's let's give Athena a title. Let's go with Athena for this one. And I'm um, like, it just ah, uh, that's that, that's one of the matches on the card. I'm just like, it's tough. It's a return match, but if. Athena doesn't win now. What's she going to do next? That's the question. That is also a very good question. And it's one I hope we get a satisfactory answer to because I really want to like Athena. Mercedes Martinez speaks for itself. Yes, she does. I, this is going to be rough either way, yeah, unless there's something really big set in stone for both of these ladies. I am really concerned about the outcome, no matter who wins. Yeah, so am I. But in regards to people whose future is more is more secured, let's go next to the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. We've got Daniel Garcia defending the championship once again in a return match against Wheeler Yuta. Jaybird, your pick up first. Who you got between Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta? Uh, this this is tough. Like some people can look at it on paper and say it's very easy, but the way that Moxley explained on Wednesday. He said the war between the Jericho Appreciation Society and the Blackpool Combat Club ends at final battle. The question is, uh, what? Because there's the last two matches are going to determine everything, and uh, I'm just going to go on a limb and take a shot in the dark. I'm going to have to go with Wheeler Yuta re- uh, regaining the pure title. I think it would be a good way. Okay, let's bring, let's give a win to the Blackpool Combat Club, and. Let's see what's going to happen because their last match was really good. And now they're actually in like a ring of honor ring. Let's see like if they can top themselves because Garcia Yuta one was a really, really good solid match. And I want to see if they can top that one, but I can see Yuta taking the belt back because of just how they've been building him versus Garcia for the last couple of months. 
Yeah, definitely. Even though there's no bells and whistles, no frills about these guys, every single time they've locked up, it's been really, really damn good. Yes. So, again, that question is, obviously, the Jericho Appreciation Society, the big question regarding the last two matches is, will this have anything to do with the the next generation of whatever Ring of Honor ends up producing? Who is going to walk in as champion and remain there? Hmm. And really, this is really tough. This just might be one of the diff- more difficult questions of the weekend. And for this one, not to be boring, but I'm going to go with Wheeler Yuta for this one too. Okay, I can see Daniel Garcia losing the championship. But if for no other reason, then it leads into what we're going to be seeing in the main event. But either way, the final result is the same. We're looking at Wheeler Yuta to win it and get another reign as a Ring of Honor Pure Championship. But of course, now that brings us to the main event of Final Battle. We've got Chris Jericho defending the Ring of Honor Championship against Claudio Castagnoli in what is a rematch. So now the question is, who wins between Claudio and Jericho? It's another tough one, man. It is. It's another tough one. It is. With this, I can see... This this could go either way, another... But for this one, I'm going to make the bold prediction. Chris Jericho has way more value now on Ring of Honor if they are starting up a whole new brand and with their separate programming. Jericho, just like when AEW first started, I believe has enough name recognition and star power to get new eyes, fresh eyes on the whatever new programming that they put up. So I'm going to go with Chris Jericho on this one. And between the failure of Daniel Garcia and the failure of Claudio, I... Given the specul the stipulations rather, I can almost see like a bizarro land kind of talent exchange ended up happening by the end of the night where Claudio begrudgingly ends up joining a Jericho Appreciation Society. But in the process, they also end up rejecting Daniel Garcia, who ends up joining Blackpool Combat Club, injecting new life and new blood into the group. That would, would be awesome. It certainly would be the one of the more interesting things to come out of that in, in my mind. But either way, I feel like you can build a good, solid what if scenario out of either man winning. But that's just that's just my guess if I had to make one. Jay, now it's your turn. Who you got between Jericho and Claudio? I'm gonna say, like you usually say, we have an accordance. I'm gonna actually go with Chris Jericho as well. Because I was thinking about this, and I would love to see Claudio win, regain that belt. But like you said, he's the big name that can really have Ring of Honor go to the next level. Plus, you can if he's going to continue his, destru- his destruction of Ring or desecration of Ring of Honor, you could put him up against like any of the great Ring of Honor champions. There are tons, especially if like if Adam Cole comes back. Come on, Jericho versus Cole. Come on, that mm. could be match of the year right there for the title. That could be a big, big, hot match right there. That one like, I didn't even think of. 
He's still on. He's still on the shelf. But if he comes back anytime soon and Jericho is the champ, there you go. He could have a match of the year right there. It would build a lot of hype towards the new era of Ring of Honor with Cole at the head of it. Come on, think about that. If Cole could be Jericho, I am thinking about it. That, <laughs> if he's well enough, that would be a fantastic yeah. idea. But, but yeah, that was oh. that's a t- that's a tough one. I was just going to say, like, I agree with you. We could see flip flops uh, between the Blackpool Combat Club and the Jericho Appreciation Society. But in all seriousness, I really could see like Jericho retaining that belt just because Ring of Honor. That's the big names name state uh, the big name that brings the company to the next level, especially like you said with AEW. Like it's always been Jericho through and through with AEW, other than Kenny Omega. But the big big name they needed was always Jericho. Let's see him retain and let's see him continue with his uh, reign of terror as it is. And there we go. There's our first of our two pay-per-view shows of the of the weekend. Yeah. But next up, we've got NXT Deadline, the last NXT show of the year. And we're kicking things off with Alba Fire versus Isla Dawn. Uh, Jay, it's your pickup first. Uh, who's her favorite goth girl? Um. Uh, what was? Oh, it was Kylie Ray. That's who. Um. Alba. Kaylee Dawn Ray. Thank you. Kaylee, Kaylee Ray. Ray is Alba Fire. That's who it was Alba Fire. But I got to go with Isla Dawn because she just debuted and she looks red hot. And no pun intended. Um. But I think she needs a win because she's been driving. Um. Alba Fire. Alba Fire is her name. I haven't been watching. Recently. Alba Fire. Yes. Alba. She's been driving her crazy. Kaylee Ray. Yeah. Kaylee. Yeah. Yeah. But she's been driving her crazy for weeks. She cost her the title. So I'm like. Well, give the new goth, give the new goth girl a win. Let's let's let her let's let her have some fun because she was amazing in um, NXT UK. I watched her for a while, and she actually is very very talented. So let's go with her. I'm also going to go with Isla Dawn for all, all the right. reasons you just said, <laughs> and for none others because I really don't want to get in trouble with my wife. So fair but point. In all seriousness, the logic you did drop is is indeed sound. All kidding aside. And uh, yeah, I feel like either one of these ladies are are can take can take a win or are deserving a win, but Isla Dawn just ekes it out just because she's just yeah. a little bit newer and she needs to really establish herself. Whereas I believe Alba Fire has already done that. So yeah. Isla Dawn, we got her up. Moving on, we've got our next match on the card, which really caught me off off guard completely we've got pretty deadly defending the nxt tag oh, team champion god about this match damn it yeah it, because it sort of came out of nowhere i'm shocked it's even happening we've got pretty deadly defending the tag titles against the new day like yeah where the hell did this come from but I, i'll tell you what i'm gonna go with pretty deadly I don't want to go with Pretty Deadly, but I feel like they have no choice but to go with Pretty Deadly because I just don't see the New Day sticking around for that long as tag team champions. It's something about this just does not add up, and I just don't know where they're going with this or outside of just a flash in the pan one shot to just put some more eyes on the tag division in NXT. But, hey, I could be wrong. I've been hearing rumors that maybe they actually will bring the New Day in for a little extended period in NXT. Who knows? But, uh, Jay, I'm going to pitch this one to you. What what on earth is going on here? 
Uh, you made a lot of good points, man. Oh, I just threw me all off with that one. You're Ooh, welcome. That's, 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 so you made a very good case. That is very good. Oh, man. Because I like Pretty Deadly. Like, I hate their new, like, character names, but the tag team is amazing. They've been rocking in NXT UK and just, oh, oh, my gut's telling me to go with the New Day. Mm. I'm going to go with Pretty Deadly. Let's, let's live a little bit. Let's, let's, let's give them, give them a little more, give them, give them a little more of a reign with those belts. Watch everybody else is gonna pick what. a new day. Watch, that's what's gonna happen. I'll no, tell I'll you watch. what. Again, this is one of those ones where it could legitimately go either way. Hmm. I'll tell you what, if pretty deadly do end up winning and defending against the new day of all teams, then they're made men. Yeah. Or as long as they stay in NXT. They're not to mention they'll probably give them promo material for months at that point. But hey, only time will tell. In the meantime, we have another another title match. We've got this time Braun Breaker defending the NXT Championship against Apollo Cruz. Jay, it's your pick up next. Who do you got? This is another tough one because you got two really good competitors. You got Apollo Cruz, and recently I didn't know Braun Breaker is Scott's. No, sorry, is um Rick Steiner's son. I did not know that actually. Really, it's Braun Breaker is like hiding the- it very much. I didn't. I, I barely watch it. I check it on Instagram and see what's going on. Week. I don't. I don't do the research. And all of a sudden, I was watching something the other day and like, oh yeah, Rick Steiner's son. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. You, one you, one week he actually did the Steiner math promo on on NXT. I did see that, and that was funny. Great. That that was great. I did see that promo. I'm like, why is he doing this? And now it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. But as much as I love Apollo Cruz, I got to go with Braun Breaker because he is just red hot right now. He like, I didn't like. I finally went back and gave him the benefit of the doubt, and I've seen him a, seen a lot of his matches. He has been killing it right now. Like, I'm very impressed with his style and everything. So let's let the champ reign a little bit longer. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with Braun Breaker for this one too. He's for as much as they've been pushing him nonstop since NXT 2.0 began. Yep. It's hard to disagree that he hasn't been putting in the work and he's been, hasn't been getting much much better. Where it's the point where I I got to go with him. He's been booked way too strong. He's improved too much where I just don't think this is the one to do it. Not to mention the fact of what I can see happening later on in the evening el- or elsewhere in the evening depending on the timing with a potential winner of the one of the next matches but I'll, I'll cross that bridge when we come to it before you get to that i just want to say real quick um i like i said i wasn't really impressed with him until Dragonoff put him over in that unification match that was i saw that match and i'm like wow if you have Dragonoff putting you over you have my respect sir because Dragonoff is absolutely one of my favorite wrestlers of the last 20 years and the fact that he put Breaker over, go for it, kid. Go for it. I liked him better when he was in Tekken, but that's just me. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to the first of the two new Iron Survivor matches. First, we're going to kick it off with the ladies. We've got Zoe Stark versus Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez versus Kiana James versus Indy Hartwell. Who's going to walk away with this? Uh, I believe it's... Wow, I totally lost track of whose turn it is. I lost is. track too. Um, uh, an, I believe it's no. mine. Yeah, because um, I picked a yeah, breaker. Yeah, you're talking for about Braun match. Breaker. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll tell you what, I was distracted because I was thinking about these last two matches because there are so many different ways that this can go, much like a lot of these multi-person matches can go, much just like a Royal Rumble or a Survivor Series or what have you. But then the question becomes, who could be the the most ideal number one contender going into the new year for the NXT Women's Championship? And I'll tell you what, out of everyone here, she's not my favorite. But based off of what I've seen and how they've I've seen them book, how, how I've seen them book her, I feel like the most ideal pick at this point would probably be Roxanne Perez. She just seems like a very likable face. It seems like they have high hopes for her. She's got a nice bit of charisma and much like the other ones, she other ladies in this match, she's quite solid in the ring on her own right. So I can see her going up against uh, Mandy Rose in the very near future. They can do like some sort of training montage, underdog thing, whatever. You know what they do. But either yeah. way, I'm if I had to pick one, I'm going to go with Roxanne Perez to win. Jay, how about you? I, I was looking into this, and I could see two choices. I could either see Indy Hartwell, but I'm going to have to go with my number one pick, which is Zoe Stark, because they've been building her with the um, rivalry with um, Nikita Lyons, which, in my theory, is going to be Oh yeah, Zoe's good because she took her out like a week or two ago with that leg with the leg attack. So now Nikita's injured. I'm thinking if you're going to build anything, give Zoe the push. And if someone can finally dethrone Mandy Rose, it should be Zoe Starks. And if you're going to go into the dream world with me, then you have Nikita versus Zoe for the title down the line. That's my thinking because I'm a huge Nikita fan because she has been like one of my favorite wrestlers of the last year. She came in NXT and I'm just like, Yep, exactly. Know what you're talking about. Keep ourselves out of trouble. But <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure that's the only reason. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. But yeah, I'm going to go with Zoe Stark. So fair enough. Because that and that would be, I think yeah. that'd be good for you down the line. Yeah, and and I hate how much how much sense you're making with that too. Uh, I wish they could take it back, but I'm I'm not going to play the game like that. Hey. We'll see how it goes, but in the meantime, we also have our final match on the card. We've got the men's Iron Survivor match. We've got Carmelo Hayes, J.D. McDonough, Grayson Waller, Joe Casey, and Axiom. Jay, final pick of the evening. Who do you got? Oh, uh, this this was another tough one. Um, oof. I like Axiom. I don't like Gacy. Um, who are the other three I'm missing? Let's see. Carmelo Hayes, JD like McDonough, him. and Grayson Waller. I'm gonna go with JD McDonough. I have to go with the Irishman because I think he deserves a push too as well. I know he's had a couple of title shots, but from I'm not gonna lie, for some reason I pay attention more to the women's belt than the men's belt, but somehow like I'm just in this title picture, I'm a little lost. But for me, JD McDonough seems like the best choice to win the match. So very interesting. Honestly, that's in a very different direction than I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to pick <laughs> someone else that it seems like NXT is quite high on at the moment. And it seems we've gotten other good reviews elsewhere. Who, who are you thinking? But, that, who do you think I was going to pick? I'm just curious. I thought you were going to go with Carmelo Hayes, honestly. I don't, I'm not a fan of his. I'm not. I've not liked him for a long time. He got really annoying really fast in my book, so... 
Interesting. I've been hearing yeah. with all the, I assumed with all the hype around him, I figured that he was going to be one of the more front runners. May, maybe our fellow scholars will end up going with him. And I've, I've tried. I've, I've, yeah, I've tried. I've seen his matches. He just doesn't impress me. So, but yeah, on to your pick then, sir. So on to my pick. I'll tell you what, I came close to picking Carmelo Hayes, but I'm not going to go with him this time. Instead, I'm going to go with someone else that was featured on, I believe, Superstars or Main No, it was Main Event. Just out of nowhere, I saw him come out on, on Main Event one day. And, damn it, I'm a fan of his too, and I really, really want to see this match between him and Braun Breaker for the title. Especially now, given where his character is. I'm going to go with Joe Gacy. Interesting. Though. I like Joe Gacy and I like where they're going with schism at the moment, especially with I, the addition of the rock's daughter. I knew you were going to say that. That was, that was a good shock. I saw it's, that one. It's very interesting. I think I'm more wrapped up in what schism are going to do next. Since it looks like they're almost turning chapter at this point, even though I can, again, I can see Carmel Hayes or James D. McDonough, I'm not sure about Gracie Waller and Axiom, but something about this just says this seems like an ideal chance to do something fresh and new with Joe Gacy and and the rest of Schism. And I think this could potentially be it. So I'm gonna go with Joe Gacy to win. I can yeah, you made a good case. I can definitely agree that like give the he's a heel right now, correct? Because I haven't really watched. Yeah, but... schism has been like perpetual heels for almost the. Entire oh yeah, the, the the big heel takes takes down the face. That would be a great story. And he's like the John Wayne Gacy guy in freaking uh, a you know I almost said AEW and NXT. So, but I do like I have seen schism. I've seen a little bit, but I can see where you're going. I can definitely agree with those points. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and with that, we are out for the predictions for this saturday ring of honor nxt now we're pitching over to you who do you all have who do you think is going to walk away with a win who is going to walk into the new era of their respective shows with a win or with gold we want to hear from you so all across the internet drop us a line drop us a comment wherever we are all across the internet or if you want to join up and join in the conversation you can just follow us on our social media. However, I must interrupt now since we already got two new matches. We've got Trisha Dora versus Will and Nightingale on the Ring of Honor pre-show. Oh, that just got added? Ah, I, I'm a little, my TV's a little behind it. Yeah, so who's that? Trisha, Trisha Dora versus uh, Trisha Will and Nightingale? Dora versus Will and Nightingale. They actually added like three or more matches, but that's the only uh, one. I'm crying out loud. Uh, real quick before we pitch our social medias. Who do you got oh, between um, Will Nightingale and Twitch Trisha Dora? Oh, it's Will Nightingale because I no question on that one. Oh, yeah. okay, we got another. We got the Kingdom versus Top Flight. That's another one that just popped up. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, okay, it's Mac um, Jericho Appreciating Society versus Shinobi Shadows. Oh my God, they're we're gonna going have to break too these. fast. Oh I'm... my God, jeez. <laughs> I- I'm just gonna cut it off at Will Nightingale and Trisha Dora. We're yeah, both gonna we'll just... go with Willow. We'll send our picks later, but yeah, wow, that was a that was a freaking pre-show dump. Holy crap! And now Blake Christian Air Fox versus Doctor Alice Dugo and Roosh. Like, what is going on here? Wow, they're just loading this card up. Holy cow! Uh, Tony Khan, I love you, but can you please easy, give us more easy. time to produce this? Damn. Uh, do you not care about the 
the podcast predictions, sir. Ah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so. Resolved well, another time. Wow, wow. Anywho, of course that. Anywho, let's wrap things up. If you want to join the conversation yourself or tell us how we're wrong or how tell us how right we are, you can join <laughs> us all across social media and especially on Twitter. Jay, where can we reach you? You can reach me at HeroHuey316. And you can catch me at I'm Robbie Rage. Remember, all of our links, both personal and for the Scholars of Wrestling, you can check out at the description below. Just follow the link to our link tree. That's linktree slash Scholars of Wrestling. Follow us. Join in the conversation. It's always a good time because you know who we are. We're the Scholars of Wrestling, and you have just been you've schooled. You've just been schooled. You're welcome. You're welcome. See you all for another legendary weekend of wrestling.